It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Well, hello, hello, hello out there in listening audience land. It's your girl, Barbara, coming live to you. Aha, uh-huh, in the Bay Area, you know, that's my home base with straight talk from the higher brush. I am just so happy to have everybody here ready to go. All the chatters are chatting and all the callers are lined up. And I just want to say we've had a great weekend. This is MLK Weekend. I know you guys are out there supporting Selma the movie. I know that you know that your children can attend, children, grandchildren, all the young people can attend the movie Selma at the Grand Lake Theater and at the Emeryville uh, Theater and a few other theaters in the Bay Area. You call ahead and check. With their ID, if they're 7th, 8th, or ninth graders, they can see that movie free. So there's no excuses. That's going to be good through till tomorrow. So let's get those kids out there so they can learn a bit of history. All right. Now, speaking of history, wow, this is, this is phenomenal. I never thought I would have an opportunity, first off, to have my own radio show live on the Internet, thanks to www.t25cl.com and Galaxy Talk Radio. I am so thankful that they are sponsoring this show, and it's because of you. This is my 52nd show. So without further ado, I want to talk to you a little bit about Oakland, okay, because that's where I'm from, Oakland, California, in the house, okay? I want to talk a little bit about what's going on, and the keepers of the history of Oakland, California. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about those folks right now. They're out there on the front line making sure that the preservation of the blues is in check, to making sure that you, me, our kids, us as fans can have the opportunity to listen and know who the original blues artists are, were, and can still find them and see them live and hear them perform, and see where they're placed in a hall of fame, or rather, let me correct myself, the walk of fame, you know, just like in Hollywood, with the stars, there's musical notes on 7th Street. Now, let me tell you, I'm so excited because you know I'm really a blues fan. I want to give a shout-out to my girl, the departed, my dearly departed sister, Lois Lane, everybody, want to give it up for Lois Lane, blues singer in Oakland. And I want to bring you right now. (laughs) (laughs) I want to bring you right now my very special guest. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this gentleman. He is actually, and this is what excites me, so he's actually the um, leader of West Coast Blues Society. They call him the chair. And now this society has several members and also uh, performing artists, 
And they're here to talk a little bit about the preservation of the blue, how they're going about it, what's happening in Oakland, and how you can participate. All right? All right. So here we go. I bring you without further ado, Mr. Ronnie K. Stewart. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, sir. So uh, I'm just honored, and I tell you, uh, being able to see you at the uh, – tell me a little bit about where we met at the Everett & Jones in Oakland in Jacqueline and Square. Uh, you were partnered with them, and you had an event. Now, was that an award show for what? Oh, no. Tell me a little bit that about was that. Part, that was part of a uh, – uh, we'd, we'd done about four fundraisers uh, for the – uh, music they played on 7th Street, Oakland Walk of Fame. We'd done one in Vallejo, and we'd done um, one in Napa, and then we'd done one there at um, at Everett and Jones. And um, we also done a La Pina in Oakland. And uh, it was uh, very interesting because I got to meet you, and I liked that. I had seen you around, but I didn't know you were had a radio. I had seen you before in this blues idiom. Didn't know you was a... Um, radio uh, DJ and uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, makeup well, artist. Some, well, some people call me a celebrity makeup artist, but I like to think of myself as a conduit to bring people together for the positivity and the prosperity of us all. And this is kind of what we do on this show. And this is why I'm so uniquely honored to have you, uh, Mr. Stewart, because you are not only a blues musician, but you are helping to put the walk of fame together where people who actually perform, like let's call some names. Why don't you tell me some names of some performers that perform and the timeline of when they performed in Oakland, California, on what is better known as 7th Street. I was a little girl, but I will say I was down there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I might have been two and three, but I was down there. <laughs> well, just a little bit about the, just a little about the history and why and who and how this came about. The name sort of, sort of simplifies what this project is about. The music they played on Seventh Street, Oakland Walk of Fame. We've done a matrix of all the great artists who performed on 7th Street, and we saw a need because of Bud and because of the post office and because the um, renewal and tearing up the original 7th Street when it was all the clubs. That history was dying, and no one was doing anything to perpetuate that history. So I said, let's do a walk of fame. Let's do like Hollywood. Let's do a walk of fame, and let's make it indigenous only to the artists who performed on 7th Street. So we had people such as Billy Holiday living this you know, super legends, uh, immortal legends, Billy Holiday, Etta James, um, Louis Jordan, of course, this sixteen, seventeen year old girl. She used to open up for BB King when her father was doing revivals and that little girl was named Aretha Franklin. So, uh it's it's a lot of great artists, Johnny Hartsman, Eugene Blacknell, Johnny Talbert, uh oh, Jay Wait a minute, did you say somebody I know? Did you say Mr. Johnny Hartsman? Oh, let me tell you, love him. You know Johnny Hartsman? Oh, he, <laughs> and he was one of the ones who first told me, Ronnie, that's a great idea. I love Johnny. We were very close. You know what? I had the unfortunate 
unfortunate uh, um, decision to tell his wife to unplug him from life support. His daughter, his daughter called me and said, Ronnie, please tell her he's gone. I had to call and tell her that, you know, Johnny's gone. And that was it. I mean, Johnny, we we done Tahoe, Reno. You know, I didn't know you. You know, you know a lot of people. And I heard you mention. I got to stray a little. Lois Lane, men, I was in the seventh grade, all the way up at uh, to at Havens Court. Men, Lois Lane. But, oh, well, back I love, love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, that's right. That was my sister. Let me tell you something. We used to every Sunday night. We was at the Blues Club, honey. That's how it used to be. Yeah, the Shalomar, did you ever go to Shalomar Little Road, man? Maurice was there. Oh, I don't remember Maurice, but I do remember the gentleman that wore those big glasses. We played the keyboard. Oh, we had a ball up in there, and I can't talk too much. People know a little bit too much more about me. I'm, it's all about you, Mr. Stewart, not me tonight. <laughs> we got we to gotta keep it close to the chest. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Yeah, but so that's that, that's I heard that this is the reason why we started and created this Walk of Fame. It's an eight million dollar project. It's funded wow. by a multitude of funders, but um, Department uh, Transportation Authority and also Transportation Authority uh, heard uh, barred uh, just numerous the Port of Oakland. It's it's probably twenty uh, uh, funders. To develop this, uh, it's not only the Walk of Fame. It's the lights, and it's a it's a big it's a big uh, like a terrace that's going across Mandela with Maya Angelou and Miss Esther from Esther's Orbit Room and um, Martin Luther President Obama. All of them is going to uh, it's on that big uh, trust that's going across the the uh, Martin Luther King. But okay, the, uh, so let me, let, me, let, me just, let me just not to interrupt. I just want to get it clear for the listening audience and for myself. So meaning right now I could go down there and there is a walk where I can see enshrined Aretha Franklin, Ronnie Stewart. Um, I could see uh, Etta James. I could see these people on the, on, with like stars, musical notes on the ground in the sidewalk. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, it's, it's a quarter note, and in the middle of the quarter note at the bottom is the oak tree, which is Oakland's logo, which is Oakland's symbol, the oak tree. So that's what made it indigenous to us. Like you, you mentioned, the Hollywood stars, we made it, of, of course, Oakland. So we had a quarter note, and at the bottom of the quarter note, the round part, we set the oak tree in the middle of it. It's beautiful. It was designed by James... Um, uh, James Gales, who's very, very famous painter around here and artist, graphic artist. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, you know what? You brought a panelist with you, so I want to talk to uh, – we're going to come right back to you, Mr. Stewart. You're more than interesting. We've got some questions for you, too. But uh, before we go to our questions, everybody out there, guess what? Let me tell you a little bit something about Mr. Stewart and the love that he is giving us tonight, Okay. If you know anything at all about Russell City, now listen to this carefully now, you computer geeks out there. If you know anything at all about the artist that played at Russell City, call in at 1-724-444-7444. Caller ID 131-959-POUND, and your PIN number is one pound, and come on and let us know, and you are going to get tickets, two tickets to the two-day festival in July, 
11th and 12th, it is a two-day uh, blues festival that is going to be, and we won't tell you the name because we don't want to give up too much information. So we're trying to be coy with this. But I'm just telling you, you better call in out there, blues, lovers, look it up, talk to your grannies, call somebody, make a call. How does it, how does it work on Million Dollar Question, Jackie? You make a call, you got one person in the, that you can call, you got one person that you can text, find out about Russell City. We're on an hour, okay? So now my okay. next guest is a Jackie Taylor James, who also is a songstress in the Bay Area, I'm assuming. And I uh, just got a chance to meet her. She's also part of uh, Ronnie Stewart's support system. Jackie, are you there? I'm here. Wonderful. Well, welcome to Straight Talk. And we okay. want to know a little bit about you now. Are you, like me, a blues enthusiast or are you a performer? Tell me how it works. Actually, I am a part of the barrier, well, not, well, West Coast Blues Society. And I am the vendor coordinator for the society. And I'm also a singer, not necessarily a blues singer, but I am a singer. Um, I am so vendor, a, vendor, vendor coordinator, what does that mean? Does that mean if I want a booth, I call you? You call me. Ah, you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Did I give the, the number right brush? now? Yeah, <laughs> the hired brush will be calling you, darling. <laughs> okay. Let's have that, let's have that number. Area code 510-932-7565. Seven five six six. Okay, now you heard it there. West Coast Blue Society needs you to step up. You out there with that business, you out there with that hair salon, me with my makeup artistry business, uh, personal consultants, tax preparers. You know, they're giving events. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about the events that they're giving. And then we're going to go to a caller. I've got a couple callers on the line, and we've got lots of questions. Thank you for your support, guys. We love you. 2015, you're on air. Straight talk with Iron Brush. My name is Barbara McGee. We are featuring Mr. Ronnie Stewart and the West Coast Blues Society, courtesy of Galaxy Talk Radio and Teachers by Sale. Well, independent artists can be signed and have their music played, and you can download it, put it on your MP3 players. You know, check out the website. Look at some Barbara Morrison and some of the wonderful people that we have right here at T25CL. All right. And uh, remember, we also have a 24-hour radio station, too. So dig around in there and see what you like. All right. So we have the Walk of Fame. Now, these are the arms of the society as it is a collective. So they have the Walk of Fame project, which is going on currently. And we're going to come back to that because we want to find out how do you pick the people that are actually enshrined in the walk, how do you become eligible for that, and who is the panel that decides. Uh, they also have the Red, White, and Blue Fourth of July uh, Festival, Blues Festival, and that's at the Alameda County Fair. We're going to come back and talk to you then at the top of the hour. And uh, they have the Art and Soul Festival where they feature, and last uh, year they featured my friend and yours, a friend to the show, Skip Martin and the Dad Band. Hey! Now, you know, that was tough enough. Can't keep up with that. That was yeah. tough. Okay. Was that tough enough? We tried. It was all kicking. Oh, yeah, that was tough enough. We know about that. And then also uh, the uh, Russell City Blues Festival where we're giving out tickets. Okay, I'm going to take a caller. I've got a caller coming in from California. 
Well, hello, caller. You're there. For, all right, live on State Talk. I'm Barbara, your host. We're talking to Ronnie Stewart. Do you have a question? Hello? Hello, yes. Yes. Yes, how Pastor? are you? Oh, is that Pastor Bob? That's me. Oh, wonderful, Pastor Bob. Well, hey, friend of the show, Pastor Bob, right there, Pastor Bob. Now, you know we're talking to Ronnie Stewart and uh, the Blue Society, and, you know, we're also uh, talking a little bit about uh, Russell City. And right now, uh, what was your question? Did you have a question? Are you in support of the West Coast Blue Society? Well, I'm in support of anyone that's trying to Show the people throughout our area that we have had many, many talented people who need recognized, uh, especially in the Bay Area. And as I met Ronnie several times, and he might not remember me, but I played. Hello, Ronnie, and how are you doing, buddy? Uh, well, the Midlands, all right. How you doing? Well, I'm, I'm blessed, my man. And uh, I heard him speaking, and uh, I remember my first recording session was at KRE Berkeley. I don't know if wow. anybody remembers that. KRE Berkeley had a recording studio, and we was at with, with, with Earl Goodrock and Brown, who became a good friend of mine, and he is the one who set up the recording for me. Uh, we were supposed to go on Chess Records. And then he, wow. uh, he set it up with me to travel with uh, throughout this area with James Brown. And uh, I was with Earl Good Rockin' Brown and Lovey Lovejoy. Uh, yeah, me and Lovey. Yeah, Lovey played with the yeah, yeah, for years. Well, Lovey Lovejoy was a guy that I traveled around with because he had an orchestra at one time. So right. my group would travel with them. And I got my first uh, contest that I won uh, in the Bay Area was on 7th Street. And that happened to be at Slim Jenkins. Well, I won first place, and they sent my group and I to Hollywood to record where I met Red Fox. And Red Red Fox told me not to record for that company because he had just got cheated. So, So we left Hollywood and came back home and recorded for Bob Giddings. And got cheated. No, I'm just kidding. But and then that we recorded for Bob Giddens. We recorded for Ray Dobard down there, and did some things with Ray Dobard. We went back down and did Ruthie's Inn, and we did uh, Essa's Orbit Room and Lincoln Theater. And my gosh, I've been doing shows here since 1957. Wow, well, you know what? That's, a, you know what? that's amazing. You know what? Go ahead. See, now you guys just just discovered something here. This is history in the making. Do you know the next, the, the second phase, you're going to have a plaque on 7th Street? Because the qualifications, see, I made sure that we didn't make this no Grammys and no, you know, no American Music Awards where you got to sell a million records and, and this and that and, and, and play the Carnegie Hall. All you have to do to qualify to be is, it's in the name, the music they played. If you played on 7th Street, I don't care if you just practice on 7th Street. If you play the note of music on 7th Street, we want you to be honored. And you especially, I think I've seen some emails or some Facebook postings from you. I think it was. I don't know. It really sounded like you. 
but we welcome you on our second phase. The first phase was 88 names. The next phase is going to be 108 names, and we, we definitely going to have you there. And thanks to you, Barbara. I mean, he called in. I can't, you know, I'm not no machine or no, you know, no computer. I, I go by history, you know, uh, Jay Payton and Johnny Harden's before he passed, all my friends. I talked yeah. to him, and I made sure that the first 88 was the people. But, Pastor, you would have been on there if had I knew this. But, again, don't even worry. We've got partial funding for the second phase. And the second phase, which to me is better, is going to start right at 7th and Wood, where Slim Jenkins was at in the Nessus Orbit Room. So I like, yeah. I, I'm really fun because of funding. Uh, Department of Transportation wanted in front of BART, so we had to follow follow their guidelines. But we had initially started it on Wood Street. That's where this Walk of Fame initially was going to start. But wow. Again, and you know, Wood Street, I, I, I hate to say it, but the House of Music is over that. Now, this, this is just bringing it to fruition because uh, uh, Dwayne Wiggins, who I worked for with the Tony, he has House of Music on Wood. So, I mean, it's just... That whole area over there is just amazing. Pastor Bob, did you? I, I think you're gonna be Harold on the Walk of Fame. Oh, that's good. Let's give you a, a round of applause. Yeah, he, he, he just, yeah, if he played at Slim Jenkins, let alone win a town show, if he just played there one night, he qualified. I wasn't gonna make it to where all you know, let's let's face it, BB King, Aretha Franklin, Eddie James, them household names, but people like the pastor here. Pastor Bob didn't have the opportunity to be as famous as them, but they still are musicians. They still is the same. So you'll definitely get your plaque down there. And if you get a chance, you can go see how it's going to look because we're using the same design right there at 7th and Center between Wood Street and Henry Street. Right when you come out of Bart Station, go look towards West. Go like you're going towards... West, just and that you'll see it. Eighty-eight of them, you can't miss it. Ray Charles, right. see it. <laughs> well, you That's know what? Wonderful. You got, well, you we're, got we're, some of my, uh, you got some of my, some of my great buddies down there. I love it because uh, we used to knock it with the Whispers and uh, the Natural Four, and then we did the last show right. for Jay Peden on TV Twenty. Mm-hmm. The last, oh, the last, that. we the played last, that with Hot Ice a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love Freddie it. Hughes, Freddie Hughes, we almost had a vocal group together with Freddie Hughes. I um, love it. Wow. That's my buddy. And okay, well, uh, well, right there, I just want to tell <laughs> everybody out there that Derek and Freddie Hughes, the Hughes family, will be here the next week in the hot seat on the couch in the penthouse. And we're excited to hear that now. Gentlemen, we, the board is lit up. Everybody's calling. Maybe they're going to win tickets. I don't know. Uh, but let's check it out. All right. Hello there. Hi. Welcome to Straight Talk with the Hired Fresh. Guess what? we got the West Coast Blue Society in the house. And we've got Ronnie Stewart. You got a question or do you have a comment? And you got Guitar Mac over here online too also. So. All right. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know you were there. You're awful quiet. <laughs> I was just, I was just letting everybody knew all the talking. They were talking, you know, so you know, I didn't want to, hey, I didn't hey, want to step Bobby, on nobody. You know? Bobby, let me tell you about Guitar Mac. Guitar Mac okay. have about, how many CDs, Mac? 
I got twenty CDs on iTunes. Yeah, and uh, he also he also was a DJ on about four or five stations up at KVMAR and he's a famous radio DJ in the Sacramento area and KKUP down in uh, San Jose, and he's going to be at Hayward. And so Mac uh, does Delta. Mac does uh, all the Delta styles. He plays adobo. I mean, you go ahead, Mac. I just kind of want to introduce you. Thanks for calling, Mac. Oh, yes, yes. Well, go ahead and tell us a little bit about... Tell us the name of your town. Uh, yes, I'm uh, I'm in Sacramento right now. It's where I live right now, and I'm actually from uh, Patton Plain, Arkansas. In oh, South that's right. I want you to tell where you're from. Yes, that's where I'm from, Patton Plain, Arkansas, right, yeah. Wow, and so well, you know what? Your girl here, your host, me, Barbara, I'm from Sacramento. That's my hometown. And that's where I met Johnny Hodgman. He's from oh, Sacramento, yes. and we had the time of our lives. I tell you, I just used to sit there and just listen to Johnny just get it every night. It was just too much. You know, you couldn't see him but twice a week because if you saw him the third time, you'd be trying to join the crew or join the band <laughs> because he made you feel like you could play along. The man you're talking about was good friends with, with, with yeah, Johnny. Sam, we done Reno and everything with Mac and yeah. Johnny. Yeah, Sam, Sam Top Pop Bros was the big was the big thing when Johnny was here, Sam Southbrough, 17 and Jay. Remember? Oh, yeah. yes, yes. You guys got a place now that I go when I go to Sacramento called the Torch Club. Oh, yeah, Torch Club. Yeah, it's there, the, right there, yeah, the, right yeah, by the, the auditorium, yeah. Yeah, that's that's That's, that's a, that's a jam. That got a jam there. Yeah, I have a jam here uh, at the station. You know, it's uh, every, Where's every the black. Jam? Yeah, the station, which in Roseville. So the 28th will be at the station, you know, with Blues Jam from 5 o'clock until 10, and more, 10, 10 at night, Wednesday okay, the 28th. Okay, and this is, at, this is at the station. The You'll station. Be, uh-huh, the station is in Roseville. we got it so in down Roseville, right, 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 right next to the freeway, right there on Orlando uh, oh, Drive. Okay, Orlando. all right. And that's mm-hmm. going to be next Sunday, did you say, sir? It, it's going to be next Wednesday, the 28th. Next Wednesday is that every Wednesday recurring that you have that? Uh, uh yes. Well, right now we were supposed to be recurring, but we like every other Wednesday now. You know, every so other Wednesday. Oh, every other okay. Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now don't don't say nothing now. Uh, guitar. What was it? Guitar Charlie? Is it? Guitar Mac. Guitar Mac. Let Let me write that down. Guitar Mac. Don't say nothing now. If we show up now, look, I got to take the call. Stay with us on the panel, would you? Everybody, you're listening to Straight Talk. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. I'm your girl in the penthouse. And guess what? I've got the West Coast Blues Society on the line. Ronnie Stewart and Pastor Bob just got a star on the Walk of Fame, y'all. Holla. Let's see who we got next. Hey, welcome to Straight Talk. State your name and do you have a question? No, uh, my name's Tom Pop. I'm from Blue. Wonderful. Um, Welcome. And I'm a big supporter of the West Coast Blue Society. Oh, well, we're so thankful for that because you know what? Where would we be without blues and live music? I mean, and the, those that have actually done it before. Do you have a question or do you want to tell us a story or are you in Just support? a story. Yeah. Just support for Ronnie. Ronnie's a good friend of mine. And um, what Ronnie does in the West Coast Blue Society for the um, – Music in the schools in Oakland is a great thing. And also, I'm a dancing fool. And without them, 
I can't go out dancing with all you beautiful young ladies. Yeah, wouldn't that be just a shame? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm at Evident Jones, that little white guy running around there dancing. You might have seen that's Tom Pop. Also, I want to tell everybody, this is one of our sponsors, our supporters. And when you put, when you put your money where your mouth is, then I think you're really serious. And that's what he does. And we really, he's part of the family, little Tom Pop. He's, you know, where we, whenever we can take him, he, he go with us. I love it. Well, you know what? I want to thank you on behalf of the Blues friends out there, friends and family, admirers, and those who support the blues and those who just sit back and play it on the record players or their CDs or however you're getting your blues, I challenge you to get the schedule and come out and hear some live music and be a supporter like this gentleman. Tell us one of your fondest memories of one of the the West Coast Blues Society's performances. Uh, Is it Tom, did you say? Yeah, Tom. Um, It's like New Year's Eve. And where were you? Party. It was um, at Double Tree at American Canyon. Oh, you know tonight. what? I almost went to that. Was that cracking? <laughs> you missed the key, yeah, that, that, that was our event, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Somebody told know. me that was the place to be. And you know what? I, I slept on that, and I didn't go. But tell me, Tom. Did you have fun for me? Did you bring it in right? Oh, I had fun for you and all you beautiful young ladies. I don't care about the guys, but I had fun for all of you young young ladies. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm so glad to hear it. And what was the lady's name, the band that was giving that? Could you just give them a shout-out quickly? That was, uh, Do you remember? The West Coast Blues Which was the event you're talking about? I think there was a band. They were playing there. Uh, they had red and white on, and uh, that was about maybe 10 or 15 Oh, no, that was Hot Ice. That was, they, they had another event. We had eyes. I used to play with Hot Ice in the 70s. But they had oh. an event. And we had, if you look on our uh, Facebook, you see all the pictures of our New Year's event. They had their own event, and we had our own. I love it. I love it. Well, let me just say this right now. Oh, Tom, thank okay. you so much. Okay, can I say one more thing? Yes, of course. Uh, so, you know, that Ronnie and the West Coast Blue Society, Christmas Club in Vallejo on Bonita Road, every Monday they do a blues jam from 7 to 11, and anyone can come in and play with the band. Okay. Hey, so Tom, you know, I completely forgot. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's the longest running... Uh, 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 blues Jam in the North Bay. We've been there four years, and this going to be this November will be five years on Monday. We've had Lenny Williams band in there. We've had uh, uh, um, Felton Pilot from Confunction. He came the last two or three weeks. So we've had you know great bands, great people. We've had some singing musicians, playing musicians. Tell them, think I forgot all about it. Okay, yeah, so can we get the name of the they club? The street, and they got the best fried chicken in the world. Oh, everybody knows. Everybody knows if they got chicken wings and little 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 teetotal, I'm there. Okay, so let me let me just figure out what's the name of the club again. Say it slowly and the Christmas Club, six five six Benicia Road, Vallejo. Okay, six five six Benicia Road, uh, Vallejo, and that's uh, Benicia Road, Vallejo. Uh And the name of the club is uh, what? Christmas Club. It's on the the internet. Christmas Club with the feet. 
Okay, okay, got it. Okay, got it. Oh, it's Christmas Club, and guess what? When, I, when I'm there, I'm the cutest little blonde guy you want to dance with. Oh, you know what? <laughs> let, let me tell you, Mr. Tom, I'll seek you out. <laughs> I, I, so I'm easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, I just love blues lovers. God bless you. Thank you so much. Oh, Bye, Bye, we, we've got a, we've got a. Don't go nowhere, Tom. Yeah, he's right with us. He's hanging on. Why Tom, you hang on with us. Jackie, did you have a question? Yeah, am I still on? Can yeah, I guess of course. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right, did you want to say something? Oh no, actually, I I just want to say I want to commend Ronnie because Ronnie's doing a great job with you know keeping the music alive, keeping the blues alive, and he's just doing a great job with all the concerts, the festivals. And one thing that I really, really love about Ronnie is that the center of all the music gifts and talents and shows and everything, he does not leave God out. He does not. I he, love that. He usually begins his festivals. Um, he has a gospel opener, and that's awesome. And it's becoming a tradition with other festivals now, but I have to say that as far as I know, Ronnie started the trend, and I hope he keeps it up because one well, yeah, because that's where blues come from. That's you know? where blues come from. Not only gospel. You know, Brownie McGee, Bobby, you don't like this. Brownie McGee said the only difference between blues and gospel is old Lord or old baby. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, you're listening to Straight Talk with the Higher Express. We're at the top of the hour. We want to thank T25CL and Galaxy Talk Radio for uh, sponsoring us and allowing us to come live. We want you all to check out at www.t25cl.com. We want you to go there and check out our independent artists. We want you to go there, see, look, learn more. We have a new website. We've got wonderful music that you can download. And Follow your artists and be able to uh, uh, work with them and, and, and have them uh, in your listening space. I think I, I just really want to encourage everybody to do that. We've got films there. Uh, Sandra Smith's film, Three Men and a Laptop is on. But anyway, let me go to a caller because I'm trying to see if I'm going to give away some tickets. Okay? So let's see here. I'm going to a caller. Caller, you're on Straight Talk. State your name. And are you participating in the ticket giveaway? Do you know anything about Russell City? Hello? Hello? Mark? Yes. Oh, this is Edward. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm fine. I thought you were still off the earth here. Oh, never, 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 no, never. <laughs> now, I just want to say, everybody, this is uh, uh, Mr. Edward Nomo, and he's calling live from Sacramento. And I think we've got somebody else on from Sacramento. And, uh, this is someone who was instrumental in me meeting Johnny Hartsman. So, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give us your best story with Johnny Hartsman, Edward? We'd love that. Uh, say that again? Your best experience with Johnny Hartsman. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I knew Johnny, uh, Johnny Hartsman when he, you know, uh, played with him essentially. And, uh, you know, great musician. The uh, problem was... It, 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 Artists like him, especially people don't realize Sacramento is a vacuum, okay? 
Uh, we uh, blacks make up about 10, 11, 12 percent here. But it's from, in terms of culture and art, it is a vacuum. It is a vacuum. It's uh, really a it's a black hole, and that's a shame because uh, the, the folks who are in a position to support the arts don't. Uh, most uh, black artists need to leave here in order to you know be uh, uh, financially uh, uh, pursuing in their career. Johnny, uh, John Hartsman had to leave out of here and to do, do, do big tours, but when he was here, he had trouble getting gigs. Uh, right, this is a man right. that could. This is a man that could pack a stadium in Europe with forty or sixty thousand people and come here. He couldn't even get a job at a bar. I mean, and and and, and let me put let me let me put the hit the nail. Man, on the head. A mouthful. He's telling the truth. Yeah, let there. me hit the nail on the head. Uh, uh, Al Jarreau used to work here. Bobby McFerrin used to go to school here, and and, and Jimmy Smith lived here, but they couldn't work here. They couldn't work here in Sacramento. Why hmm. is that? Okay, uh, we're going to go to Ronnie. Ronnie, do you have some perspective? And then I want to go to uh, Guitar Mac. Uh, and yeah, you know, he, he says something that you just hit the nail dead on the head. Johnny used to tell me another thing. Even in the forties, Sacramento had lots of blues clubs. But let me let me key you on something. Other than Evan and Jones, the Q room, other than Evan and Jones in the Lakeside Lounge. Sacramento, I hate to say it, they got way more live blues clubs than anybody. Now, whether African Americans play them is another story, but the truth of the matter is, Jay Payton, when he's, he, 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 he danced it in minstrel shows with his mother, Jay Payton was in the music industry for 65 years, and he uh, danced with the Nicholas Brothers. He, he won the talent show at the, at the uh, Apollo Theater, and his, when he landed here, he landed in Sacramento. It's since the 40s. We're talking about 1939, 1940, right after the Depression. He came out. He's a, Sacramento has been a sleeper, but just like the gentleman just said, um, your brother ain't no, I hate to say it, Mac knows better than us. Maybe Mac is up there. Because so I live here. You know, and I Mac go to Arkansas, Mac go to Europe, Mac go everywhere, <laughs> but... Mac is uh, kind of commanding, so he gets his way. I can, Mac gets to play. He plays in Sacramento. But I think it should be, you're so right, brother. It's a shame that uh, Johnny Stouts was one of his pet peeves, how he could go overseas and do so well, you know, and then there they wouldn't even hire him. You well, know, well it, you, have, you have Steve Gundy. He lived here. He couldn't find no viable work here. I mean, here's a man who is Cyril Sanders' protege, uh, 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 next to Coltrane, he played played the saxophone like nobody's business. Could play any kind of music, but he couldn't find no viable work when he was here. It's okay that if yeah, you I know, know Eurocentric people, I know that. Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's okay if Eurocentric people do our music, but we should be able to do it and make a living at it also. Thank you. But this is a microcosm. I want to share this with you guys. I'm not being racist, but Martin Luther King birthday tomorrow, and this should be told. I don't know how many. I'm, I'm in the blues idiom. I'm in the I'm in the eye of storm. If you look across all the festivals, over 300 festivals. That's a festival a day. Over 300 festivals in the United States. 90 percent. I'm gonna say it again. Remember this number as I speak. 90 percent of the festivals are all white. The only blacks on the festivals are the legendary legend legends, legends, the gods of the blues like Billy Guy, BB King, Taj Mahal. The ones who still oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, they got a name. They got a name. African American. It ain't no right. African American play, play playing on the second stage or just dancing.
Jelly in the festival. And I think it's <laughs> holy. I, yeah, now, you know, gentlemen, gentlemen uh, forgive me. I just want to make a statement right here. Now, Ronnie, uh, we know that uh, in, the, in the Bay Area, uh, well, you have been able to corner the stage with the West Coast Blue Society, and you've been able to have the red, white, and blue 4th of July festival at the Alameda County Fairgrounds during the 4th of July. You booked the whole stage. It's all yours. And then the Blues appreciates the aficionados, and all of us can march right in there and celebrate Blues and the 4th of July simultaneously. Now, let me tell you That's right. Scary. I'm the first African-American since 1890-something when they started the fair. 1890-something. Because, God, they have now, a stage. And I got NFL USA, the major day is the 4th of July. That's the fireworks day. That's the most, that's the most uh, audience day. And I am lucky enough to have that day. But I'll tell you, when they, they love me now, we get along. But it was really, really hard. This is our 15th year at the Alameda County Fair. And, uh, it's, it, it, they, you know, once you get in, the fair is the last vestige of the good old boys network. I guarantee you, you can go to every fair in the United States, you will not see a black person booking the fair. I guarantee you. I am well, the only African American booking a fair. And you can do, see, the things I see, I know if you have a listening artist, all you gotta do is go and don't take my word, go check it out. Same with Blues Festival. If I see this on the radio or not, and people will call and say, you lying. Get, pick up Blues Festival Guide or go online and pull up festivals. And if you know anything about the names, if you don't know any names, most of them have a website. You go click on and check their name out. Like Wallamill and Slim. This guy said, oh, now that's a brother. No, he ain't no brother. Wallamill and Slim, no, he ain't. You know, and they get these names that you think they're black names that they're not. Like, like you know, <laughs> You know, uh, Cal- uh, Expo is the exposition for the state. And uh, we know that we enjoyed, uh, uh, I'm talking to Guitar Mac and uh, Mr. Edward Normo right now, but we know that we enjoyed going to the fair and seeing the Bill Pickett rodeo. And oh. I can remember Bill Pickett standing outside in 105 degree by weather by himself when they decided that they no longer wanted Black Family Day and they really didn't want to have um, any black artists on the ticket at any of their stages, and they did away with the fair. Uh, Edward, go ahead. Well, Barbara, you know, you know, I'm the one who sued the fair, me and Dorothy Perry, with the help of uh, David Shore, and got a uh, got the, the fair to relent and bring in black concessionaires. Now they didn't only have wow. no black entertainers. We had to talk about when you have art and art institutions, and you have this jobs associated with that. Not only the artists, but there are jobs. And we're not even getting the jobs. You take the Crocker, or you take the ballet, or you take the symphony here. There are jobs that's associated with that. Secretary, answering the phone, people uh, doing messaging, people doing stocking, people, you know, in the office. So there are jobs associated with uh, financing your art. I would bet you, I will bet you that they paid more to replace parking meters than they have to support black art in the city. Hmm. Uh, you remember the Sacramento? You remember the Dixieland Festival? That was that was basically the Ku Klux Klan Festival. Oh, Sorry, I'm a it. it was horrible. They just celebrate, and I hate to say it like this, 
but I never could understand what the theme was. And when you would go there, you would spend all that money to get over there, and you would just sit there and wonder, well, where is the real artist? Are they hiding? Are they coming later? <laughs> no, they're not hiding. They're not hiding. They just can't get in the door. The door shut their face. They can't get in. Okay. So, uh, all right. Now, listen, everybody. Okay, we've got one more caller on the line. We've got some questions over here. One of the questions were, um, how come there is no jazz and blues club in Oakland? Okay, who wants to take that? Uh, guitar, Mac, I haven't had a chance to hear your uh Focus. Why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about that? Give me two minutes. Uh, you say you say no jazz and blues clubs in Oakland. Yes. Oh, there's a few. There's a few. Yeah, that's that's a few. I'm there. Yeah. There's yeah. Galleries so, uh, and there's but, uh, street art galleries. Why? Yoshi. But you know, when you speak about jazz, jazz is is kind of hard to break through. You know, you got to be a certain type of person to really like jazz to, to, to dig it. Because jazz comes from so many different branches of the tree, you know, and a lot of people, some people understand Count Basie, but they don't understand the monk. So you know, like that. <laughs> right. But, you know, when you get but, when you get straight ahead, you know, there you go. You know, what but, you but you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how many people want to hear jazz. That's a, that's yeah. the basic excuse I hear is that people don't understand it. Well, people still want to hear it, whether they understand it or not. And it's the reason that you don't have a lot of jazz clubs is because you're right. It takes a certain kind of musician to understand how to play jazz. Yeah, right. Yeah, plus, 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 this world today is pretty much rock oriented, you know. So yeah, everybody wants yeah. to be jumping, jumping, and buck dancing and doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? ain't nobody well, well, doing well, all well, they make a call back and call and response. They can't do that. You know, right. ain't nobody right. play like Elvin Jones. Drummers can't do that when you have such two or three different rhythms going on, two or three different hands at the same time. Right. Right. Now, I just wanted to tell uh, two things right here. Uh, Edward Nomo is a percussionist. He's been around for many years, played with uh, Johnny uh, Hartsman. And uh, uh, Guitar Mac, you know, you have that. Uh, you two gentlemen ought to uh, get together out there in Roseville at the station. And that's yeah, right. going to be that's right. yeah. next yeah. Wednesday on the yep. 28th. On the 28th, from, uh, 28th, yeah. Yes, from 5 to 10 at the station, okay? And I wanted to make one comment, Jackie. I'm throwing this to you. She's on our panel. This is Jackie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Taylor, James. Okay, I'm going this uh, to you. You mentioned, I heard you say in the succession of clubs, what's happening, what's cracking. In Oakland, you say Yoshi's. Well, what I say to Yoshi's is, yeah, 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 we love Yoshi's. But when we allow other people to be the keepers and harbor the staging for our talent, then mm -hmm. they get tired of us. They can close the doors, sell it, create house music joints or take it to whatever next phase they want and phase us out. We have to command our own stages. We got to have our own clubs. We have to be the ones that are in full support of the music that we what, – what, what, what's your uh, comment to that, Jackie? Well, Barbara, let me say something whenever whoever gets through. I, I want to jump in. Oh, okay, we'll come to you, but, Jackie, I'm, I'm with the lady now. Go ahead, Jackie. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I, and I, I totally agree with you. I wholeheartedly agree with you. I just think that, you know, I don't know what happens with the 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 black venues or, or whatever, you know, but Yoshi's has been predominantly not African-American for a long time. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what happens or what it would take for, you know, the African-American community to come together and have a nice place. Uh 
I just recently learned that Jeffries had reopened. Uh, at one time, they were closed, and it just seems like this is this is what happened. And I think it's because we don't pull together and, and do anything. So naturally, okay. I want to say about Central Closing Wednesday, right? The, the brother that took over Yoshi's in San Francisco, they yeah, just closed their doors Wednesday. Yeah, well, what happened? Anybody can tell me what happened to Rochelle's over in San Francisco? What happened to that uh, club? Same. Well, well, well. Same thing. I knew him. I knew the owner. Yeah, that's so, next door to uh, to Yoshi's in San Francisco, and both of those are shut yeah. down. And it is. And I heard that John Lee Hooker, the owner there, said he was he wasn't booking no more black acts. Now I said it, and I said it on internet radio, and so there it is. I I said it. That's what he said. He's not booking no more black acts. It's a rock club. It's not. Don't, it, it, that was. It never was his club. Was his name? They was playing a licensing fee. But the Boom Boom Room. It never was. It was a blues club for a little while. But it's. it's it was only during the time that John Lee Hooker was kind of involved in in the licensing of his name. But it's still a rock club. It was a rock club then. It's a rock club now. Right. I heard that he wanted to do like a New York style music, you know? Okay. Pastor Bob, go ahead. Yeah, you know, I'm listening to everybody, and and it's so groovy that all you you great people are on here. But, you know, I've been around here a long time, since I believe 1942. Wow. Thank you. And I played just about every venue around here. And what is happening is, like in the Fillmore District, when uh, they brought this gentleman in, I believe it was New York City, and he declared that the Fillmore District had to be torn down because the houses was messed up. And so they began to move the people out and buy them out. And there goes the Blue Mirror and California Club, and there goes the Texas Playhouse, and there goes uh Jackson Southern Street. They all got moved out because of housing that the people couldn't afford. And uh you look know, yeah. yeah, and then in Oakland, look what has happened in Oakland. We used to have a sportsman club and the timeout and uh okay. you know, all all these different clubs and look what happened to them. You know, musicians gotta think about everything besides of the note they're playing. And that is, if you can gather together musicians and say, hey, let's chip our dollars in and let's buy us a place. Let's buy us a place. And what we're going to do is put our music in it, play what we want, and if we make a profit out of it, which we'd like to do, let's do it, but let's not cry about running. Right. Shut it yeah. up. Shut it up, buddy, and I'm with you because let's grab them, bring them in, see if we can have a meeting, sit down, and chip in and buy a place. I know, know, right. It's it's the economics of it. First of all, it's the old saying, like when you start a blue society, you start a company, or you start like the NFL. I never forget, he said, the the, the commissioner of the NFL said, I ain't got to be no football player and call no plays. To run the NFL, you got to be a businessman. To run a club, you can't be a musician. You
You got to be a businessman. The club business is a business. You got to know lots about marketing and branding. You got to know lots about the economics. You got to know lots about food. You got to know lots about trends. You got to know lots about club. You got to know lots about design, placement. You got to know everything. And musicians don't think but one way, and that's the next gig, and you know it. And musicians has been tried numerous times to get coalitions and collectives together of musicians, but people tend to forget a club is a business. His brother, the architect who who done the design for the whole film was a brother. They sold him Yoshi's when Yoshi's went out of business. This brother had that club. I don't think he had it a year. He went out of business. He didn't understand the club game. He's a great architect. He designed all them buildings around there, but he wasn't a club owner. He should have got... Uh, uh, what's his name? We used to own that club you was talking about to be the club man. He should have got another club owner to help him run it because he lost that place. They just closed it down Wednesday. Bam. And the thing oh, is, he didn't know nothing about marketing. He, you know what? He was starting advertising events seven and eight days. Come on. You know, he had some great acts, but he wouldn't advertise right. He'd wait till the last minute. You can't do that. He didn't get radio. He didn't do radio right. And, you know, it costs a lot for square footage rent in San Francisco. Yes, yeah, so absolutely. But, you know, what, what, I'm is, what I'm saying is there are musicians who are business. There are musicians who are playing who have uh, uh, who have accounting degrees. There are musicians you know, who are playing, and I have known some who are lawyers. There are musicians yeah. who are playing who are real estate people. So the musicians are out there. What we have to do is not look at anything at a negative basis, period. What we say okay. is if we, if, we, if we can't do it, let's put the money together and see if we can get somebody to do it. Then now, now you're have, talking. Now. You know right. We don't have to worry about, we don't have to, you know, worry about who's going to play at the club because the musicians going to own the club. You can put a co-op together. Where could I have this guy play tonight? That could be done. But the running of it, the doing the taxes, paying employees, paying FICA, doing all of that, and you know, and, and legalities, paying, paying uh, ASCAP and all that that these clubs get into it with. Everybody I know that got into it with BMI and ASCAP, because including all, all Jeffries, uh, Sweet Jimmy's, all of them. Every club I know, because they ain't paying their ASCAP and BMI, you know. The, the, and so you gotta know all all of them, because they could close you down. They could pull your city license. Then the well, ABC license. Okay, I challenge, everybody. I challenge the BMI, and I challenge the ASCAP on the stage. I work Vegas, and I challenge them. And I want to challenge me for Jimmy McCracklin, and I told him I'm not paying you nothing. They told me you had somebody doing Jimmy McCracklin. I said Jimmy McCracklin's done all his songs, all his original. They was trying to take me to court. I got a letter from Jimmy telling them that them was all his songs. He wrote them, arranged, and and uh, ain't none of their business. You know, I got a lot Okay. Hold on, That's everybody. Right. Hold that note. We're in the penthouse with Straight Talk with the Higher Breath. I'm your host, Carmen McGee, and we've got, who is heated tonight? Look, I'm sweating. Hey, who's going to win these tickets? I'm going to California. Let's see who's on the line. Uh, welcome. Welcome to Straight Talk. Uh, this is Barbara. Hey. Do you know the answer 
to Russell City to win the tickets for the July 11th and 12th Blues Festival. Are you there, Hello. caller? Yes. Hello. Are you? Yes. Hi. And who yes. are you? Uh, my name is Don Johnson. Oh, hello, Don Johnson. Okay, everybody, I met Don today. He's now in the penthouse with us. Okay, everybody, scoot out there. We got out. Oh, look, the room. <laughs> All right, now listen. Okay, Mr. Johnson, tell us two minutes or less a little bit about you, what you do, and what you have planned. I'm just a person who loves the blues and enjoy following it. Oh, wonderful. Now, come on, Don, you know better than that. Tell them what you do. Yes, I know you're. You're Tom Mackin's on there and Tom Popper. Everybody knows what you do. Don't try to say. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> Let us see your wonderful, outstanding fellow here. I'm not even sure if this before to even get into that. I just want to kind of add some information to what you guys are discussing. I'm just actually getting into the middle because I, I lost the connection point earlier. Oh, so I just so kinda got into okay. I just got into the middle of the conversation. So I'm well, not will even you sure. Stay with us? Will you stay with us? I'm gonna take another call. Sure. You stay with sure. us. Sure. And then we'll come back to you for a formal comment, okay? All right, sure. we got Mr. Johnson in the house. We're gonna take another call. Now listen here, I'm trying to give away some tickets. Okay, trying to give away some tickets. Everybody get your noise together. Hey, listen, you're on Straight Talk from Naira Precious. Barbara, who am I speaking with? Uh, this is Velma. Hi, Velma. How are you? I'm just great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, Velma. Good. Hi, Velma. Can you, can Hi, you answer the question? Can you tell us who played in Russell City? Do you know anything about that? Who played in Russell City? Yes, just give me any <laughs> artist that played in Russell any City. Any of Just anyone, anyone, anyone. Just give me one. Can you uh, give me one? Billy Dunn. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Billy Dunn played there with Big Mama Thornton. Sure did. I'm That's so right. Excited. Oh, Velma. Oh, Velma. You have hey, one. Hey, Bobby, you're talking to one what of have I won tickets to? I've been sitting here listening to you all for about the last. 45 minutes and couldn't get a word in. How does this work? Oh, oh well, how Hey, hey Barbara, Velma owned, uh, uh, she used to own the Velma's Blues and Jazz. She Sunday was part of a, jazz, Ronnie. Uh, it was just Velma's when, when uh, uh, owned the club. Jazz club. Oh, okay. Oh, really? And where was that located? In San Francisco. Oh, how wonderful. Well, guess what? You just won two tickets so you could come over to the Hayward Russell City Blues Festival and be the special guest of the West Coast Blues Society. <laughs> and you're going to be there as a special guest for two days. Well, you, you know what? Maybe team. I'll enjoy it this year as a guest. I won't have to be working, huh, Ronnie? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what?
people like Low. I'm not Low for the Jerry Butler, Johnny Rawls. Uh, you name. Hey, it. wait a minute, uh, Bobby Bland, <laughs> Floyd. Bobby Hayes. Bland, yeah. Yeah, everybody. I uh, J- Jerry Butler. Come on now. What about what? What about Bobby Webb? Now you know I love Bobby, Bobby Webb. Webb. Sure, of course. Okay, hey, all right. I think <laughs> all of the local musicians have played there. Oh, and then the stroking man, what's his name? Uh, Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter. Oh, Denise LaSalle. Oh, stroking man. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Stroking you, huh? Let me ask you, so Dave. is this club still going on right now? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. And I was just sitting mm-hmm. here listening to you all's conversation about why no black clubs. Well, give us some background. You know what? You know what we really need? We need support of our audience. Of exactly. The people who say they like the blues. Uh I tell you when I opened my club it wasn't it I was actually was not thinking about a club. I've never thought about or ever even dreamed I would own a club. But I've always liked the blues. And I've always been around Ronnie and these guys around in the uh, in the um in the Bay Area. As a matter of fact, I started the, uh, I am the original blues cruiser. Oh, I love that. I did did the first blues cruise um, years ago, back in the late, um, the early 90s, I guess. Anyway. Can we do that again? I want a cruise. Now, look, can we do that again? You know what? I don't know. I think kind of like, I'm sort of kind of burnt out, (laughs) but the only reason I ever got started in this industry is when I was doing those cruises, I um and I was going around meeting all the uh, musicians in the in the communities in the Bay Area, and I must have traveled every club in the Bay Area looking for artists to take on this cruise, and um, I met so many of them, and I was always thinking to myself, why people know don't know these people? Why aren't these people? you know, out here making money and being known. And that's how I got interested in the blues. And um, after I did the cruise, it, it 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 didn't take me long to find out what the real story was around here about the blues. But, okay, um, what's the real story? Your inquiring minds want to know. Tell us, Mr. what's the real story? What's the problem? The real story is about how they were talking about how they can't even play in their own communities and, because there were no venues, right? And uh, mm-hmm. Ronnie and I know we we get into this all the time about doing, I'm one of those people who believe in, like you were saying, we have to have our own, or somebody was saying, we have to, we have, to have that. But, exactly. Um, but once, so I got, I got brave enough. As a matter of fact, the city of San Francisco, some of the um, people don't really know this story, how I even got started in owning a club is because I had started um, a Sunday blues and jazz club. And it started after I had done these blues cruises because I was determined now to have some place for these musicians to play because I had met so many talented people. And I just felt like this is a waste. This is a waste. we got to do something about this. So um, I had a friend who owned a venue, and they were – closed on Sundays. It was actually uh, kind of a restaurant, and it was open during the week. It was in the business district, and on Sundays they were closed. And um, he, as a matter of fact, kind of sort of uh, 
convinced me to come there on Sundays. And I did. I started that and started the called it the Sunday Blues and Jazz Club. Did that for a while, and um, after that, the place I went, I, they closed that place down, and I went to another place. And and um, after this, the place where I bought. The guy was having trouble there with the um, with his crowd on the weekends and things, and I still was just on Sundays. So um, the city attorney and the entertainment commission, he tells me one day that they want me to come downtown to a meeting with him. I'm like, oh, Lord, what have I done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the police mm-hmm. department, everybody, you know. So went downtown to talk with them, and they asked me, if I thought I would be interested in owning this place and having my own club. Well, that was the hookup. Well, no, not really. I thought it was too. (laughs) But um, people, they watch us and they watch everything that we do. They know who we are. They know know all our business. And I, um, I guess I was doing such a good job at just this, thing on Sundays, and um, they were trying to clean up this area down here because, you know, San Francisco, here in the Bayview, that was in the Bayview district area, and you know what they're doing the same, Bayview the same way they did um, the Fillmore now, so their interests are over here. Anyway, talk me into doing that. I, I did that, you know, and... Then the city, they have so many of these cities. They have, at San Francisco, I can speak for San Francisco, so many regulations, so much money for everything. One thing I learned is it's very, very, very expensive to own a club if you're going to do it right, if you're going to do the right thing. It's very, very expensive. Okay. And, um, every, every month, every week, Somebody was coming in telling me that um, I had to change this or this needed to be done. I I remember the fire department came in one night when I was having a big show there and wanted to inspect my fire system. Oh, I know. And I'm like, I know. You know, what is this? So, I mean, you know, I, I actually you get no love, especially from the city of San Francisco. First of all, they really didn't think that I was going to be able to do this. When I was applying for the liquor license, I was going through all kinds of um, headache with that. And it just so happened my son knew uh, the person who was under the chief, the uh, fire, the number, the uh, police chief, chief of police. Mm -hmm. And he was just talking to him one night and was telling him the troubles I was going through trying to get this liquor license approved. And um, he told, he told my son, you tell your mother if she has any more problems to call me back because evidently they don't have enough to do. So evidently he talked to the to these policemen in the police department and he made that happen. And um, when I the day I went to go sign uh, and finalize them for the liquor license, um, the policeman that I was dealing with told me he said, "You know, you've underestimated your accomplishments here." And I looked at him and told him, "No, you've underestimated me." So it was just, it was a big hassle. They don't really want us to own clubs or want us to have businesses. I've, I've, right. I've, I've learned a whole lot. And um, 
it was a hard, it was a hard test, but I did it for five years. I was determined after I had so much trouble just getting started, right. I got determined then that I'm going to open this place, and if, if I don't have it before a month, and that was my goal, and I did five years. Okay. And, okay. Um, well, I've got, I've, got a, I've got a couple of, we really appreciate you letting us know. We would like to have you actually come back and speak to us about, you know, how we can go about this. But I have a great idea. And what I'd like to do is put us all together in a room uh, with our Galaxy Chief and our musical director. Uh, Lady Ross, are you on? Lady Ross from Los Angeles, are you there, Lady Ross? Lady Ross, oh, there she is. I see her. Wait a minute, we're going straight to Los Angeles, California. Lady Ross, are you there? Hold on. Oh, there she is. Lady Ross, are you there, dear? Hello? Hello? Okay, there you are. Ooh, I thought we wasn't going to get Los Angeles in the call here. <laughs> Hi, Lady Ross, how are you? Hey, I, I am. I am great. We are so glad that you hung in there. Everybody's hanging on in there. We're trying to give away some tickets. You know, this is our first 50-second show, <laughs> and we're trying to give away these tickets. We gave away to Sister Velma, but Sister Velma can't get them because she works at the place because she's an ex-club uh, owner. She's a big wig, and she's in San Francisco. Now, I'd like to introduce you to Rosalind Jordan Mills, who has a show that comes on Wednesday nights on Galaxy Dark Radio. And she's also the co-CEO of T25CF. Now, we have in Los Angeles, I'm going to let her talk about it. Lady Ross, talk a little bit about the venue that you uh, are supplying um, work for in Beverly Hills. Well, this is uh, this has been a great opportunity for us, and I'm listening to everyone who was speaking tonight uh, regarding the sometimes the hardships of even trying to uh, sustain or even open up a club because it is a lot of work. I was listening to the gentleman speak about you know everything that you have to go through uh, to even try to open up a club, and then the young lady you know, how hard it is even with the tax board and getting your liquor license, how hard it is. And you always wonder why is that. But, you know, a lot of people endeavor to just muddle through it and make a way. Well, we found a venue here down in Los Angeles. And there are several black-owned businesses down here that uh, are still thriving. I mean, there's a few that have closed, but I, I remember so many that have closed, but so many that have uh, come up out of the rubbles, you might say, um, and are very successful down here. But the one that we have established for our artists, and then we have gone in there as, you might say, as the um, taking over the entertainment aspect of the club is called Home, which is a home of music and entertainment in Beverly Hills. It is a black-owned establishment and several investors in there. But we're bringing our artists uh, in there to um, entertain and to uh, have a venue for, you know, all the uh, artists, especially independent artists, to come in and to, you know, just show out their talents, just get up on the stage and do what they do best. Um, we have gone in there. They've really just literally turned over the entertainment aspect of this club to T25CL to help them because, number one, the young man who is uh, 
major owner in this club, um, Mr. Dennis Robinson. He is um, had taken on this venture um, from being a musician because he started out as a drummer. Um, and he was working at a club, and he decided that he wanted to not only invest in this club, but eventually took over ownership of the club. Um, he um, invested in the master chef who is, uh, was at uh, Perch and Jeffries in Malibu, who is also uh, an African-American who is a great chef who is a cook. And but he's got the good chicken, about right? He got no. the good chicken. Oh, yeah, we know what he's doing. All right, that's what I'm talking about. He can get out. He can cook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. But it is a beautiful, beautiful venue, fine dining and jazz entertainment. You know, jazz, they bring in R&B. I was there last night. They had Cheryl Barnes, quartet, phenomenal, phenomenal artists. Um, now, what about Sonny Green and the Soul Brothers and all of them? You know Sonny Green, right? Yes. And you know the Soul Brothers, right? Yes, sir. Have you had them in there? Well, that's that's what I'm talking about. They may have had them, but as T25CL, this is our um, our new venture, you might say. We have just taken over the entertainment, so it's a new venture for us. Okay. So, so in other words, in other words, what we're saying is, if we could get Lady Belma to get together and get us a cruise so we can cruise down and listen to Ronnie Stewart and the West Coast Blues Band on the way. We can dock in Los Angeles and yes. be at home. That's what we're talking about. That's it. That's it. That is it. We are it. talking about thinking of out of the box and trying to figure out how we can make something creative work for everybody that's involved. You know, it's a different world that we're living in now. It's not straight ahead like it used to be. So now we have to figure out how to reach our audience, the black audience or the blues-loving audience, and get them to see this thing so that we can all get together in a venue that will house us and uh, allow us to uh, continue to bring talent in and do recurring shows. I love the cruise ship. So I want to go back to... Mr. Stewart. So, Ronnie, you, you tell us a little bit about what you've got going on with this. Now, Rosalind, you heard, she's our musical director, so you heard about the Walk of Fame, and you heard about the Red, White, and Blue Fourth of July. But tell us about the, now, you know, we didn't try to give away the tickets, but nobody seems to know. <laughs> Could you help me, Ronnie? Tell me about the Hayward Russell City Blues Festival. Okay, as always, um, historically speaking, you know, we as African Americans have had uh, a real hard time of perpetuating our history and keeping it going. And uh, I used to talk to Elsie Goodrock and Robinson, Johnny Hartsman, and Big Joe Turner. And, and when I played with Big Mama Thornton, she said, Boy, did you ever play in Russell City? And I would always hear stuff, you know, Johnny Hartsman told me he learned how to play a medley. From uh, uh, when he was with Big Joe Turner out in Russell City, he said he got to fight, and the lady said, "Keep playing, keep playing." And so Big Joe Turner said, "Yeah, boys, keep going, keep going." They played about twenty songs in the key of C. So it was sort of a proving ground. And I said, "That history is dead." And you know, it was it was industrialized. It was all you know bulldozed. It was gone. It's the only city in the United States that was put on eminent domain. They usually take a neighborhood or a section, but they put eminent domain on the whole city 
and by 1962, Russell City was completely gone. But that was the reason I lobbied the city, and I said, hey, you guys are known as a white bedroom community, but you had a real strong uh, uh, black community that contributed to what's called West Coast Blues. And everybody knows West Coast Blues, the birthplace is Oakland, Richmond, and Los Angeles, and uh, Russell City. So within that map of creation, I said, everybody know a lot about Oakland Blues, know a lot about Los Angeles Blues, know a lot about Richmond Blues, and at least uh, people know it existed. But a lot of people never even knew the importance of Russell City. A lot of these artists horn their skills. Like Johnny Hartsman, one of the greatest artists ever of West Coast Blues, who recorded for Bob Gannings with Jimmy McCracklin and Roy Hawkins, who wrote The Thrill Is Gone and all of them. And people like him, they they learned how to play in Russell City. So I said, this history can't be bulldozed out. So I went to the city, and they kind of listened to me. We had two African-Americans on the council, Bill Ward and Olden Henson. He, um, they all lobbied the council, and we got them to give us a grant to do the festival. So here we are. This is our 16th annual, and uh, that's our theme this year, Sweet 16. And uh, we've had... Every major artist in the United States, only one artist we haven't had, and that's B.B. King. Other than that, and my buddy got him the only two, I think we didn't cover dang near every major artist, or de- definitely every West Coast blues artist that uh, has, has performed. So we still try to perpetuate that history, but a lot more people know about Russell City uh, after 16 years than they would have. So that's why it would have been, a tragedy to let all that history just die. <laughs> so I'm very proud. Now, why is he going all the way down there? The sign is here. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so what we want to basically, so what we, so what we basically want to, uh, what what we really want to talk about. Basically. Hold on, hold on. We've got some interference here. Okay. All right. So what we really <laughs> want to talk, what what we really want to talk about right now is the fact that. Hayward, California, is what was Russell City. And Russell City was a, a place where all the African Americans that came from the middle, that came out, you know, from middle and uh, south and, and, and east coast to work in the shipyards during the war. And this was one of the places where they had residents and they had a club there. The club was called, let me see if I can surprise oh, you. I'm, I'm the country, the, oh, the the country Club. club. Uh huh. And you know what? All the people that played there had their proving ground in the Country Club. And that reminds me, we want to just shout out those clubs that are on 7th Street. Uh, give me that club again. Is it, is it um, uh, or Esther's Orbit Room? There was Slim the and 49 was, Club, uh, the, the B&W Club. It's numerous clubs that was on 7th Street, numerous. Yes. What about you, Pastor Bob? Can you shout out any of those clubs that was on that avenue there? What about the Continental Club? I remember I got in trouble over there. Well, no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's 12th Street. We're talking no, 7th that's Street. That's 12th Street. That was Chris. That's 12th Street. We're talking about, we're talking about 7th Street. 7th Street. Okay. Yeah, I told you I got trouble over there. I don't remember. <laughs> Okay. All right. So I want to uh, say, you know, we're getting close to the close of our show. Uh, So what I want to do is I want to give everybody two minutes, and we're going to go back through, 
And you know, one more time, Robert, uh, Donald Johnson didn't get a chance to say he had a piece. He's very knowledgeable. Me and him speak a lot every day about history okay. and question. All right. And Donald always has a pretty good angle. Yes. Uh, 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 Don, are you there? Hello, Mr. Johnson, are you available? Okay. Let's see. Don? Don, are you available? Are you there, Mr. Uh, Don Johnson? Okay, um, I think oh. I think maybe he was uh, uh, online. There's a lot of people that are coming on and going off. And unfortunately, when we get so full, sometimes people are lost, and so we've lost Mr. Don Johnson. But you know, we're going to have him come back. I understand that he is a photographer, and you know that is my portion. What I'm known for in entertainment, it's film and photography. And Mr. Don Johnson has been doing working on a project since nineteen seventy two where he's actually been filming and taking um, doing still shots in black and white uh, of all the blues artists in their homes or in their natural place where they are themselves. And I thought that was so riveting. He's actually sent some things to me that I'm going to review, and we're going to ask him to come back. So, Mr. Don Johnson, we're asking you to come back and be a very special guest in Ben House, and then maybe you'll invite Mr. Ronnie Stewart back so he can talk, and you guys, we can do this again. All right, so we're going to yeah. go down the road. Do we have Mr. Edward Nomo? Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, uh, we're going to give you a two-minute close because we're okay. off the clock. Go ahead. Okay, uh, I want to tell everybody, this is one thing that we as black people have to do. We have to support all of our arts, whether it be dance, visual, literature, because it is being, it's dying out. Now, a lot of black artists will say, well, I don't need no city money. Well, you pay taxes. The, the, the symphony, the ballet, the theater companies, they take that, your tax dollars and survive. And with that money, they, they, they flourish, and you, fund, and you flounder. You fall behind because you're trying to struggle to show that you can make it on your own. There is no shame in taking money that's out there that you pay to give other people. And you have, we also have to support all of our art. We have to support our theater. We have to support our visual artists. We have to support our singers and our clubs and, and et cetera, because nothing exists in a vacuum. Culture is a whole picture. It's not part of a picture. It's not the back of a picture. It's not the frame, and it's not the paint. It's the whole damn picture. Oh, I appreciate right. that. Thank you, Mr. Nomo, Edward Nomo, and we appreciate you. Okay, we're going to come to, we have uh, Miss Jackie. Where are you, Miss Jackie? Taylor James. Let's have a final and, and Ms. Roslyn, please hold on. We're going to come back to you. Go ahead, Miss Jackie. You want to give us a final note, a final uh, synopsis? Jackie, are you there? Okay. All right, we're going to go to Lady Ross. Lady Ross, we want to give you a final opportunity to kind of wrap it up for uh, on behalf of Teach5CL and what we have to offer for independent artists. Go ahead. Right. You know, I, I love our company. We're such an innovative company that uh, has a heart for all those independent artists whose music is out there and just they need uh, the platform for global distribution. And T25CL is the platform for that, for them to come and get their music heard, not only nationally but through the world. We feature their music. They come and sign on distribution. Um, we get their music up on the on the radio, 
and to also get their music played on our radio station, which is 24-7. And we have great artists whose music is featured even as we speak. And I, I just love it because, you know, people come on and they say, we love to listen to your station. I mean, you think of people listen to Pandora and all the other kind of stations, but, you know, T25CL has great, great music, and we just offer a great platform for our independent artists. Uh, we also have our uh, film that's coming out from the concert that we did, Global uh, Jazz Peace Concert that we did at uh, in, uh, here in L.A. at the Warner Grand Theater that is being made into a documentary. Concert documentary is going to be off the chain, coming to a theater near you. And we're looking forward to doing even greater things this year. Well, we're so thankful for you down in Los Angeles. We thank you so much for coming in. And who's your guest for this Wednesday? Because you, too, have a show uh, called uh, Rosalind's Corner. So tell us who's going to be your guest this Wednesday. Well, my guest this week is going to be an open panel of women from around the world. I've got women who are going to be calling in, and it's going to be an open panel on family issues. And it's really going to be like an open topic. Because, you know, we always have those open topics where people just call in and just have something to say. Well, that's what this show is going to be about this week. We love to have people call in, you know, express their uh, their comments and ideas about the concerns and, and the issues of today, what's happening in today, especially with it being uh, coming up on Black History Month. And so I'm, I'm starting it out with Black History Month. I'm also going to be starting it out with um, a, a pastor from L.A., who is the president of the Black Caucus here in Los Angeles. So we're, we're going to start it out real great. You know, it's going to be great. I love it. I love it. Well, we love you, and we love you to come on Straight Talk and tell us about what's going on. And I just, I just have a feeling, I have a synergy that this is going to happen, and we're going to get out of this penthouse, off the couch, and we're all going to be floating on some boat on Lady Velma's cruise, and we come into Los Angeles listening to the blues. Hey, the blues is all right. Well, hey, you know what they say, y'all hey, come. The blues is all right. That's what we're going to do, just like that. Y'all come. That's right. We, and, hey, we've got a place to stay, too. All right. That's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. So uh, thank you again. And we're going to, I think I've uh, got two callers here. Let me just see. Um Hey, you're on Straight Talk, and who do I have? Do you have a comment, a final comment? Hi, well, this is this is Nina Kazi, and I'm I tuned in, and oh. I love you so. Thank Hi, Barbara. Hi, Happy New Year, Miss Nina. Hi, Nina. How are you? Hey, how you doing? I've been been enjoying listening to the show and. And you know, taking notes and just appreciate everybody, Ronnie Stewart, and uh, I'm just happy to be a part of the music community. And I wanted to let you know, Barbara, that I'm going to be singing next Sunday at the uh, the Southern Cafe with uh, some musical giants, and I'm going to be the featured vocalist. It's from five to nine. There's no cover, and it's in Oakland at 2000 MacArthur. 2000 MacArthur. What's the cross street there, Southern Cafe? That's the new one for uh, for me. I'm not familiar with that one. Well, you know, MacArthur, MacArthur is so easy to find. And this particular venue is right off of Fruitville. 
Oh, yeah, you know where I love that venue. That's really interesting. Right down from quarter pound. I hate to say it like that, but yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, no, that's actually called uh, Pastor Bob. What's that district called over there? The Laurel District. The Laurel District. Yes. The Laurel, the Laurel District is what it's called. Laurel District. Yes, the Laurel District. Laurel. Oh. I used to live there in Laurel District, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay, well, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to uh, say that next, is it Wednesday, did you say, Miss Nina? No, next Sunday. Next Sunday, next January, Sunday. January 25th. Oh, I'm going to be Sunday. the featured vocalist. Yeah, next Sunday from 5 to 9. There's no cover, uh, but they do have a, an incredible buffet. It's a Southern-style buffet with, you know, all that good old yeah, Southern yeah. food. And, uh, oh, it's you know, a buffet you... now? What was that? Nina? It's yes. a buffet now? Yes, it's a sub. They have a buffet. They got really? fried chicken. The only they thing I used to didn't like was coming there waiting so long to get your food. But I'll start going back now. Wow. I yeah, got it. Ronnie, again. Hey, Ronnie, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on coming over to your jam session, too. You have a jam session on Mondays, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and I'm planning okay. on I'm gonna come over there and and sit in with you guys and give you a nice big hug and say Happy New Year. Okay. Yeah, oh, good to see. I've seen you in years. That's wonderful. I think that's wonderful. Well, you heard it first on Straight Talk. Uh, next Sunday at uh, 2000 MacArthur in Oakland, California, in the Laurel District at Southern Cafe. You too can be there and no cover see. Miss Nina Cosby, and I'm so excited to hear that, and I'm so glad you called in. We've got another caller. Uh, let me let them on. Hey, this is the final moments of Straight Talk, and you're on the line. Who's calling? Hello? Barbara, I can't repeat because I have gotten cut off before. This is Jackie. Okay. Oh, Jackie. Hey, what's the background noise, Jackie? There's so much noise. But we love you, and thank you so much. That's not my phone. Yeah, so much more. Try us again, Jackie. What's wrong with your phone? Okay. Okay. So we're going to move on. Okay, I'm going to come to Guitar Mac. Guitar Mac, are you still there? Guitar Mac? Okay, Guitar Mac is going to be at the station, and that's going to be Wednesday the 28th in Roseville, from 5 to 10, and we thank you for calling in. Uh, Don Johnson, we talked about Don. Don, are you there? Okay. So I want to wrap it up tonight by uh, bringing in our CEO, co-CEO. We've talked to Lady Roz, and now we want to bring on Andre. Andre, are you there, sir? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me okay? Oh, yes. You sound wonderful. Did you not enjoy tonight's show? It's been a great show, and uh, Ronnie, it's been a long time, man, and it's taking us a long time to get on T2 Fantasy on Galaxy Talk Radio. And so, but we do yeah, have so, Yes, sir, and you have a home here, and you're welcome to come back anytime you so desire, my brother. Yeah, I'd love to. I want to come back and talk about all the artists we got lined up for uh, Hayward Russell City. We got already Sonny Rhodes. I'm bringing uh, Sonny Green from L.A. I'm bringing him up here. And uh, so uh, it's going to be a great lineup. We're working on Bobby Rush. And uh, so 
It's going to be a great lineup. I'd like to come back on and talk about that. Well, you know what? You have a home here. Anyone, anytime you want to come to the penthouse and sit on the couch and talk on Straight Talk, you give me a call because we loved having the West Coast Blue Society on tonight. This was phenomenal. And I also wanted to just say uh, we want to go to Lady Velma. Are you still there, Lady Velma? I am. Oh, wonderful, Lady Velma. So <laughs> let's... Let, let, I just wanted to say we thank you for all the efforts you've done on behalf of the blue. Oh, but yeah. the number one That's the number, name, Lady <laughs> That's right. But the one thing that we're very interested in finding out is what is up next for you. Well, I don't know. You know, I, I haven't stopped dibbling and dabbling in the blues. Like I probably never will. But what right. I do what I do want to leave everyone with is that um uh, when you hear anything about the Blues Walk of Fame, because that's what I'm excited about right now. And, oh, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we we must support this. We have to do some fundraising. We we have to get some money some money for uh, Ronnie to to finalize and to and to maintain it. So whenever you hear something going on about the um, the Blues Walk of Fame, I just wish everybody and hope everybody will support it. No matter oh, what. Oh, thank right. you, well, You know what? I really want to get a chance to sit down and talk with you because of that cruise thing, blues cruising. Oh, I'm with that. Okay. So, we so that's the biggest thing in the travel industry. The music theme cruise, Velma started it, and the guy that's doing it now with the blues is making so much well, money. Right. Well, you know, it's, it's the same old story. You know, we have all the ideas, all the excitement, all the everything, and we just don't have the money. <laughs>
But uh, I like what you're doing, and I like what Mr. Ward is doing. And uh, I want to tell Barbara, the first time you saw Johnny Horseman was when you came to my show. And that was in, that was in Sacramento when you was a kid with your dad, and you snuck in, and Johnny Hartman had just got back from Texas, and we had just recorded with Johnny Hartman. <laughs> I miss Johnny Hartman. He was my friend, and I said, I, I said with all of you when I talked to Mr. Stewart and and the rest of you out there, uh, I like this and. Uh, uh, many of the people you've talked with, I, I, I've worked with, I either recorded with. And, well, we, well, we uh, congratulate I appreciate what you. Doing, and I appreciate what uh, Mr. Ward is doing. And again, really listen, folks. Quit talking about what you can't do and get and together and start it and do something. Never say you can't because I'm never around people who say they can't because I'll be getting the same attitude, and I don't want that. So right. let's say you can, and let's get together with the music people. If you don't know business, I know business. I had a restaurant, run a business, and run a whole organization for seven years for the government. So we can do a lot of things together. I don't want to be a boss, but I don't mind contributing. Absolutely. Well, we thank you, Pastor Bob, and we congratulate you on you on your new plaque on the Walk of Fame. Mr. Oh, Stewart, this has been uh, this has been a phenomenal. What city you in? Where? Well, that, what, what city are you in? I just moved from Oakland to San Pablo. Oh wow! You need to come up to a Monday night. You right here? <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you, what, leave leave. Uh, just leave the address with Barbara, and uh, I'll make sure I get there. All right, so okay. Mr. Stewart, why don't you shout it out one more time? Monday nights, where are you? That's Chris's Club, six five six Benicia Road. Six five six Benicia Road, Vallejo. And we also have Nina Cosley, a uh, Cosley. I'm sorry, Nina Cosley, and she's going to be uh, on uh, next Sunday night, uh, five to nine at the Southern Cafe. You know what? I might go there before my show and support her. And also, we have Guitar Mac, and you know he's up in Roseville at the station. So there it is, folks. We have had a great night. Now listen. On a serious tip, everybody, we've had a great show tonight. We thank you for participating, but we still got tickets to give away, okay? <laughs> so we're going to be working on these tickets for the next show. The next show is going to have the Hughes family. We're going to have Derek Hughes and Freddie Hughes, who is also just enshrined on the Walk of Fame 7th Street in Oakland. And I want to just put a shout-out, everybody. We're keeping in prayer Miss Rosie Gaines, Oakland girl, our girl, and we all know at Jeffrey's on January the 31st, we've got a list of more than 30 performers, including Dwayne Wiggins, Bay Carroll. We've got the O-Town Passion, and the list goes on, all hosted by uh, Brenda Vaughn, who's putting it together. And my girl and your girl, Linnell, is comedic host and MC. Okay, so everybody, on the 31st, where are we going to be? where the purple rain goes, okay? Thank you so much, Mr. Stewart and West Coast Blue Society, and to all of you. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you for having me. Good night, Good night. All right. Good night, Pastor. All right. Good night, Bill.
With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.